We don't have mm. any time to waste, all right? We don't have that any is true. time to waste. We got to get going. Like, it is 5.21 p.m. God of War officially drops at 9 p.m. Pacific time. Noon your time, so I don't even know what you're gonna be midnight doing my there. time. Midnight my midnight, time. yeah. Min- I keep I always confuse noon and midnight for some reason vocally. Not in like not like oh, okay. Now you're my life, <laughs> but I always say, say like yeah. I always call midnight noon for some reason. I mean, okay. actually, that's it. Only goes that way. I never call noon midnight. I always call you know midnight. It's noon just whatever. noon two times of the day. I feel that. I feel. Um. So. Yeah, yeah, that's that's where we're going. I, I was looking at, uh, you know, it's November eighth, election day, midterm elections. I had yeah. the little statistics up, but you know, I went ahead and turned that off because I don't want to be depressed while talking through this podcast. Don't want to uh, be depressed. Um, let's just let's just get a recap. You know, what led us to this day, November eighth? How's your week been? Um, week has been good, man. I'm just been out here. We're prepping for prepping for the dang baby. We're out here wow. having a good when old time. When is the time. baby coming? Baby's coming end of January. January Dang, end of 20, January. 27th, 25th, Dang. one of those two days. Something. Allegedly. So, we don't know when she's actually There's going to be a baby thing. That's great. February is the biggest gaming gaming month next year. So it's kind of mm-hmm. tragic for you, bro. You're not going to be playing any of those titles. I mean, I'm, not, I'm already not going to be sleeping. So I can play while I'm not sleeping, right? That's how it I works. Mean, and then that's not what work. I hear. That's not what I hear. I hear it's just a, it's just an L. You gotta hold the baby, bro. You can't just be awake. I can't I can't take one hand like this and then go. I mean, then you're gonna get triggered and you're gonna actually squeeze the baby. Ooh, you know, it's just gonna be yeah. a little too much. And you know they got soft heads too. Exactly, yeah. Okay. You're gonna have your baby looking like Stewie Griffin if you don't you're not careful. <laughs> I'm not you know careful. what I mean? Then we get mad too when I throw it like Stewie Griffin too. Yeah, Football. we can't be having that. We can't be having that. Are there That's any- true. I mean, what games are coming out next? I mean, are there any just wholesome, relaxing games? That's probably what you need. In February? Yeah. I can't I mean, think of any. Basically, every single game is dropping. So what games are coming out next year? It'll probably come in February. Wait, honestly, every time we have this discussion, I always forget what's coming out in February. 2023 game shit release. That I would act, but, all right, and you have to keep in mind, what is shit that I would actually play? I mean, there's like fifty. I'm not even. There's like fifty games. So, I mean, okay. Like, what do we got? We got. Uh, I mean, Dead Island Two. You're not gonna play Hogwarts Legacy. I guess you're not gonna play Atomic Hearts. We, you know, we just learned. We learned about that one. Might yeah. that one might not be as good as we hope, but that'll good. be on Game Pass. Like a Dragon Ishim, look clean. Ooh. Uh, the one that PlayStation just recently announced. Horizon Call of the Mountain. I mean, I'm not. So PlayStation VR is 550. You picking that up or? I'm not picking it up. I'm going to be honest. There's, you know, maybe the the signs are pointing to no. That's all I'm going to say. I, okay. I was going to say maybe, you know, years down the line, I've yeah. got a, you know, six-year-old child, you know, and I'm like, maybe she wants a, a PlayStation VR too. Sure. But nah, 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 nah. I don't think that's uh, going to come to fruition, to be honest. Let me tell you, PlayStation VR we all knew it was going to be expensive. Like we all were kind of talking about it. Uh, $550. I mean, it's just like VR. It's just too, like, it's not a scam, but it's also just like, why would I pay $550 for that experience, bro? Everybody I talk to, everybody I talk to who has a VR helmet or a VR setup played it for, you know, a couple sessions and then never touched it again. That's that's the situation. It's even happened. I mean, I've I mean, I've had the same situation with Connect. I've had the same situation with Wii. You know, first time I got the Wii, first time I got the Connect. First couple months I was up, up and about playing sports, all that good stuff. And then I'm just sitting my ass down in the chair and I'm listening. <laughs> all right, I'm listening to my console and I'm just playing in handheld mode on the couch. Yeah, I'm not playing that fucking VR enough to get five hundred fifty dollars worth of value plus. The extra 60, 50, 60, whatever price dollar I need to pay by each game, you know? I will say, just like going back to the price part, mm-hmm. everybody was thinking that, you know, it's going to be expensive. Personally, I knew it was going to be expensive, but I did not think it was going to be more expensive than the disc version of the PlayStation 5. And you know, obviously, that is, you know, I'm not very experienced in the industry, so I don't really know. But I, I was thinking it was going to hit somewhere around that 400, 450 mark, maybe. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, it's, there's no way. I just thought in my mind, there was just no way possible 
that they were going to, you know, pull that card. And now right. I'm like, how are they going to sell units, bro? How do you only the I mean, diehard of the diehard fans are going right. to even want that, you I, know? I think oh. in the short term, the diehard fans will show up, they'll buy them. It might they might mm-hmm. even sell out. I don't know how much they can how many they can even make with, you know, I think the semiconductor shortage is all, you know, still a thing or whatever. Still so thing, got you. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Maybe they can make a, an actual lot of units. And there will be a lot on shelves, but I think people will buy it first. But yeah, like I am kind of with you. I thought five hundred dollars would be would be the most likely, but I also mm-hmm. consider oh, like maybe they're willing to take a hit on it, you know, to sell units, you know, because this time they're really invested in VR. They've like redone the whole thing. Um, maybe no. it's four fifty. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's four fifty. But I think they're leaning into hey, this is a premium product. You know, it'll be worth your money. This is like one of the best VR headsets on the market. It's five fifty. But I think the thing that kind of gets me is like this this sounds really like fanboyish, but if Microsoft did this, I would consider buying it. Right. And there's really one, there's one Four reason I say that. Okay, go ahead. There's one reason I say that, right? Because there's the idea of like, okay, we're doing VR. I buy the headset. I, I make this commitment to you as a customer. Let me get the headset. And then I know mm-hmm. Microsoft would say, hey, all these games are all these VR games are going to be on Game Pass. Day one we launch, I would expect them to put five, you know, you know, third party games on Game Pass, maybe a single first party games. And now I know I have a library that I can rely on to, you know, mm. at least support this purchase. Like even if I am like, oh, I'm not really feeling it. You know, I play it a couple months. And I'm like, oh, I don't really want to play it and I don't touch it for another year. A year later, I can pick it up, go back to Game Pass, and I have new games to try and experience, and that might, you know, reinvigorate my excitement for the thing. With the, you know, in the current state with the PS5 or even the Valve Index or whatever, um, I don't want to pay $50 or even $30 to try out <laughs> random VR games. I just don't yeah. want to do that. Like, that's, that's, that's not a thing. Like, Sony has proven, hey, $70, God of War Ragnarok, I'm there, I'm pre-ordering it. I'm going to have a good time with that. I'm, I'm happy right. to spend my $70 there. This random VR game, even called the mountain, which I hear is pretty good. I don't want to spend $50 on this. Like that's a lot of money. I don't know how much it is. Maybe it's $60. I don't know. It's just too much money. So like to, to think that I am, I already play a lot of games to think that I'm going to pay $550 and then apparently buy, you know, a whole new collection of VR specific games, which who knows mm-hmm. if they'll support, like, cause will this thing even sell and will this thing even be, will they even be incentivized to make really cool, um, uh, games for it? I don't know, but it's not looking good to start off. Not looking I think good. the only way, you know, that PlayStation can succeed in this regard, they're going to, ha- they would have to, you know, continue. They would have to put out like games that are of the same quality as your God of War, Ragnarok, your last of us, Ghost of Tsushima, but on in VR, and I just feel like we're just not there yet in terms yeah. of like you know VR game development. Like there's some solid games out there. You know you got your Half Life Alexes, you got your Boneworks, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But to have them like you know consistently coming out, mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if we're there just yet. So I I'm yeah, not feeling I mean, it. I'm not. You look at like the best games. I I think they are the games that have the critically acclaimed studios working on them you have like half-life alex valve obviously got you know some of the best people in the business uh mm-hmm. team uh asobi um or not asobi um asobo or people who made astrobot uh asobi yeah yeah asobi asobi team asobi with astrobot um and they're working on a new project but it's clearly not um i mean i i guess i shouldn't say clearly but it doesn't seem like it's a vr project we got, I guess, Gorilla working on Call of the Mountain, but mm. I just can't see them having all of their core teams, their best quality teams, you know, making pro- making premier VR experiences for the PSVR. When you when they're also investing in live service, which is way more monetarily lucrative to have a mm-hmm. live service game like Last of Us Two, where you have people constantly spending money and you know it lives on and on. Um, they're not going to take Naughty Dog. They're not going to take Bungie. They're not going to take um, a big portion of these teams and have them make quality VR titles. Um, 
So can they support them with these side teams or these smaller teams, these like really small teams from the bigger teams? I don't know. I don't know. But as a customer, it doesn't really excite me. Um, just when you look at the whole monetary situation regarding it. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Anyways, what else, what else you been up to? I don't even know how we got on oh, that topic. Dang. What? Oh, cause I said I was, uh, Oh, what games stuff were for the out. baby. And then we're talking about yeah. all the games that were coming out in February when the baby's coming. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. What? Qu- quite the tangent. Quite the tangent. I know. Right we were. We went way off. We went way off. It was a good little discussion, though. I'm trying to think. What else have I been like? You know, actively up to? Um, I have been playing lots of games. I have a nice little update. I meant, as I mentioned in the Discord, I am caught up with the My Hero Academia anime. Let's go. Let's Man. go. Man, when I tell you, like. Honestly, it doesn't even matter that I like you know have read the manga. Like I'm sitting here just as hype as if I hadn't read the manga before. I'm sitting here standing. I'm like, oh my god, these like what is gonna happen? I don't know what's gonna. I don't know. I don't know. I was like, bro, I know what's gonna happen, and I'm sitting here like I yeah. don't know what's gonna happen. So that's how you know. I mean, this is popping off. This is. I, I mean, don't know. This is an incredible, an absolute. I would have never thought you were telling me you were saying i was like man i don't know we got this tea drinking motherfucker here right (laughs) um and they're just trying to do this 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 homecoming band thing i was like bro this show is is washed they're falling off you said no no, no. like this is the last bit like you know they're really gonna pop off and i'm just like (laughs) i just don't care what can they even do this is a historic ass like (laughs) season bro like every episode i'm like they find another way to just like get me up out of my chair and be like, I'm like, this month he's doing what he needs to, he's trying <laughs> to do what? what bro. Like, oh, and sometimes you just see characters use a move and you're like, bro, what? It's pretty solid. There's, yeah. All I'm going to say is there's one move or there's one thing that happened this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Granted, we're coming off an episode where I was like, all right, bro. This is insane, bro. Everything is <laughs> everything is going sideways. Like all the comms are going down. It's a bad time for the heroes. And we're coming off the episode. And this new episode, there was even a moment where I'm just gonna say a character is in the air. And <laughs> they thought they had this motherfucker dead to rights, and he got out the way. And everybody, I was shocked. Ooh. The characters were shocked. I was just like, we're we're in for some trouble, baby. We're in for some trouble. This, if y'all are not watching My Hero season six, and y'all watch any of My Hero up to this point, you're now's safe. the time. That's what I'm saying. This I'm gonna be honest with you. you gotta get I skipped up. the last season. I haven't watched the last season, even though I know and there honestly, was some, you know, beats. I know, and there was like yeah. the preparation kind of for this arc, which I think mm, was yeah. important. But since I read, you know, I didn't really think it was too important to go back to that. But I would say, yeah. honestly, the last season. I would say like the last four episodes are the episodes to watch for mm-hmm. sure. Like there's a fight that happens at the very end of that season. And that fight is hella clean. I think that was like a tease where I don't know if the A team was off for four seasons, oh. three, three, four seasons, <laughs> but it seemed like somebody came back into the, the animation studio. And I was like, give me the pen real quick. Let, said, me let me just <laughs> let me, let me knock these last four episodes <laughs> out real quick. So those That's were clean, clean and those have definitely, fed into where we're getting now so shit bro into this i'm not playing into this month we're having a spoiler cast no no holds barred we're talking about everything uh and we'll get jacob mccart on here as well beautiful um i'm I'm gonna be pumped i'm gonna be ready to go nice Um, nice other than that just the you know obviously watching other you know media trying to think any real life tv i watched enola holmes too Oh, a little a, Mill- Millie Bobby Brown. A little Millie Bobby Brown. She's just done it again. I thought it was a pretty, I thought the movie was pretty clean. You know, obviously it's not like, you know, a masterpiece or nothing like that, but it's a nice right. little, like, you know, evening movie you might watch over, like, with dinner or, you know, after dinner. You want something to watch. You will come out feeling like you didn't waste your evening or some shit like that. So, did you watch the first one? I did watch the first one last year when it okay. dropped. Um, I thought that one was good too. I think that these little, yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say a little Anola Home stand over here. I'm an Anola Home stand. Basically, that's that's where I'm sitting right now. I mean, I guess I love Millie Bobby Brown. I love uh, Henry Cavill. Shit, like you know, what else? What, what else do I have to say, bro? Those, those are fair. the goats. They're they're that's a fair. goat little duo. So 
Um, I'm honestly hoping they make a third one because it kind of ended with some, you know, situations where I'm <laughs> like, we could get a whole, we can get a TV series out of this one. Okay, well, plot we can get twist. A, a third movie, a fourth movie, maybe, but we'll see. Okay. We'll see how they do. Um, other than that, just chilling, bro. Chilling, okay. waiting for okay. Ragnarok. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, what's going on with you? Yeah, not much going on with me. I don't have much to report. Just like I'm just. Got the calendar, marking off the X's on the calendar. The day is finally fucking here. We're only yes, sir. almost less than three hours away. Three hour, you know, three hours and some change right now away. You know, I might not play exactly at midnight or nine over here. I, I think I'm gonna watch this. The I saw a three hour movie on. You gonna uh, watch the whole thing? I just watched the the cut, like the somebody's explanation. No, nah, I don't need to explain. I'm gonna have it run in the background, kind of like a timer. I might, oh, if I, okay, okay. I won't be able to time it perfectly, but I'll, I'll have it running. I'll be eating dinner. I don't care. I'll, Amanda's going to be talking. To me. She's going to have it running in the background. <laughs> I, I won't be watching intently, but. Okay. Because um, I do want to try and remember every location and all that different, mm. all those different stuff. Because I know a lot of motherfuckers are coming back. Like, I remember the elves or whatever. That mm-hmm. was one of my favorite locations, bro. Like. A light elf I, was like, the dark elves. The, uh. The scene in God of War or God of War 2018 that stands out to me the most, um, like my favorite scene from that game that I can remember, is uh, when Kratos like goes through this fucking portal. Mm-hmm. And he's fighting all these dark elves, or I forgot what the fuck he's doing in that portal to be honest. But he comes back out, and there's just all these fucking dead elves that. Atreus has had to fight off by himself and Atreus is just freaking out. He's like, why did you leave me? Like, you know, like I had to, I had to fight on my own or whatever. He was like, I was just gone for a second. I was just gone. And like, there's all these dead. I was like, dang, yeah. this shit is crazy, bro. We're popping off real quick. Yeah. Cause I was like, dang, I kind of fucked up as a father in this, in this little scenario. Basically. I shouldn't have left my homeboy alone. So, but I mean, you didn't know it was going to be like that. You didn't know you were going to be putting in a little time zone, a little time I know. quantum. Right. A little time world. capsule, a little time, yeah. hyper time, hyperbolic time chamber. Yeah, like, that's it was not one of those things where I was like, I felt bad. I felt bad as a player. I, I thought that was bad. You know what I'm saying? You're I'm like, like I'm like, you know, you're right, bro. I did not know we were going to be like this. So apparently we get a lot of good story beats in, in Ragnarok. So I'm very excited. You yeah. Know, so. I'm excited. You watching Black Panther this weekend? Ooh, this weekend. I forgot. I forgot it's this weekend. Um, I got to make my way through, bro. I got to get my ass up in there. Seems like the black folk like it. So the black folk like it. Gotta honor Chadwick. You know what I'm saying? I'm not expecting no 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 MCU spectacle, but I am Uh expecting a good movie uh, honoring Mr. Bozeman. Okay, excellent. Find my way to the theater, bro. So. Do you think they're going to try to go crazy and, like, you know, give somebody else the title? I think so. I mean, I think so. Okay. I mean, I've seen... Have you not seen all the trailers or... I've seen one trailer. I'm going in okay. pretty blind, I'm going to be honest with okay. you. I just know... Yeah, I've seen some stuff. Namor so is coming some... to fight. Yeah, and first of all, damn, that man looks clean as hell from some of the clips I'm seeing. I'm like, okay, they got him okay. animated kind of nicely. He moving kind of, kind of clean, but... Based off the trailers I've seen, I have some hypotheses. Um, so I say stay blind, but yeah. All right, I, mean, I'll I don't stay think blind. they're going to move too crazy. Um, but I think we're going to get some good stuff. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, I feel like we just were kind of going off on 20 different tangents, but you know what? Sometimes good. We don't need to be going by the books all the time. Let's just start the episode because we got a lot to talk about, a lot of games to discuss. Um, uh, Signalis, Tinykin, uh, Plague Tale Requiem. Man. I'm going to talk about Final Fantasy 16 for a second. Okay. We'll get there in a second. Let me go ahead and get the uh, the intro music prepped and ready to go. And then we're going to go ahead and jump into the show. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to episode 227 of the Player Player Podcast. Before we get started, I want to give a big thank you to the both old and new additions to our crew tuning in to listen to us do what we do. And what is that, Arsene? 
Talk about video games. That's right. Talk about video games. Every Thursday, every week, we gather on the virtual water cooler to discuss video games and the culture surrounding them. I'm your host, Joseph Hooper, a.k.a. The Hoop Man, along with my co-host, Tiny Tim himself, Arsene Lagpa. Oh, hello, everyone. It's me, Tiny Tim, living in the sunlight, loving in the moonlight, having a <laughs> wonderful time. Oh, damn. That was a good one. See, see. Thank you. Oh, I'm uh, back, baby. Something. I'm I back. Got something for you here. What are we, Go ahead and give me something real quick. First of all, that yeah, was money. Cash money. And also, I'll give you a. I'm looking for the kids cheering. I'll just give, give you the this. kids cheering. Okay, applause. Applause. Also, I like that. for the like past couple episodes, the intro beat been coming in all like sputtery and shit. But when I do this, mm. powered by Riverside FM. See, there's no hey, stuttering no on that one. So what uh-huh. you, what's up with that, Riverside? I remember. I, I had to replace the uh, intro beat last week. I forgot about that. All yeah. right, Riverside. Come on. Stop playing with me now. Stop, stop playing, playing with me. We ain't going to accept that sponsorship when you come around with us. Keep playing. <laughs> so first of all, first and foremost, um, quick reminder, everybody, you know, if you want to join the conversation, join the Discord, help support the show, help support hosting costs because the show is not free. Um, all the information to help donate, to join the Discord, to find us on social media, all that stuff is in the description of this video. So just check the description of whatever podcast app you're listening to. All the information should be there. Um, in addition to uh, the ability to rate this podcast. So go ahead and rate this podcast five stars. It really helps a lot. Uh, helps us get uh, noticed. Uh, and then we can take those metrics to Riverside FM and say, stop playing with our names. Uh, give us yeah. the and also fix our intro music. Stop making it sputtery. Um, so that's the intro. Let's just jump into it. Like I said, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to talk forever here. We're already 20 minutes in and I got to turn on the God of War uh, 2018 uh, cutscene montage. All right. So, First off, though, I did say I want to talk about Final Fantasy 16 for a little bit. I got a little rant to go on. And I'm going to try not to make okay. it go on too long. We all saw the story, or maybe we all didn't see the story. There's a story, uh, Final Fantasy 16. I can't remember who it was. I can't remember if it was Yoshi P or some other like person who's you know working on Final Fantasy 16. Basically, they did an IGN article. They were talking about the game. And I'm not going to lie, they did get baited. All right. They did get a little baited. And they asked, hey, like, it's not a lot of people of color in this game right what's going on with that you know i'm just just curious we're not really seeing no no people of color in the trailers so you know i think it's a fair question and i'm not gonna say it's almost it's kind of a bait because there's really no right answer bro what are you gonna say that that will appease people being like i mean ideally i think the best answer regardless of if it's a pre answer or whatever uh i would have you know like to say, hey, you know, we acknowledge that, um, you know, for this, that, and that, the other region. But you know, just know that we have a lot of games that represent a lot of people. I don't know if I don't honestly <laughs> don't even know if that's true because people point to Final Fantasy fourteen uh, as having like a lot of diversity. Which sure you I can mean, be a cat or whatever, but I'm like in the mainline games, is there diversity in Final Fantasy games? I mean, there's Final Barrett, Fantasy but that seven. motherfucker <laughs> is a that motherfucker is a stereotype, bro. Like this Mr. T looking motherfucker. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what the diversity looking is looking good. like. But anyway, I would say, you know, hey, Final Fantasy know, 13. There's one guy I do remember. Okay, one, one motherfucking guy. Well, Anyways, <laughs> I would have said, hey, look, you know, we understand we were really trying to commit to this, um, uh, you know, vision in this game, but uh, we do understand, uh. That you know, this is something that people really want. We will do better in future games and try and you know work that into some something along those lines. I would appreciate. I would have been like, okay, you know, it is what it is. Y'all, there ain't no people of color in here. But the answer, bro, the answer these motherfuckers gave made me so heated. Where they're talking mm-hmm. about it's the longest ass like. <laughs> I saw the caption where it's like, you know, we asked something, you know, why there wasn't diversity in the game. And this is the answer that I see. And there's like three screenshots worth of text. I'm like, oh, no, like, bro. you fucked up somewhere. We're talking. I, basically, the answer was like, yeah, Final Fantasy 16 is based on like uh, basically European uh, imperialism, essentially. And they're trying to like uh, model the story after that time period. And they were basically saying, like, this is, like, the decision we we chose to, like, take the direction of the story. So we didn't want to break our rules 
that we established about how we were going to take, you know, the direction of the story. So first of all, breaking your rules, you can just add diversity at the beginning of the rule, right? That <laughs> you're making it sound like, oh, we like we just oh we're like, oh man, we gotta add diversity in this game. And then we're like, we already set that fucking rule, bro. We can't break it. And they're like, oh shit, bro. The rule is there. What are we talking about? And second of all, even mean. I swear to God, anytime somebody talks about motherfucking historical accuracy, we have in the trailer two motherfucking giants punching <laughs> the shit out of each other. Every trailer, we're talking about historical accuracy about keeping white folks only in the game. And I swear to God, if we play this fucking game and there's black people or whoever motherfuckers as is like house house motherfuckers, <laughs> I swear to God, oh bro. I, first of all, God. I will buy this game. I I am not. I'm not that upset. Like I'm not upset about the concept. <laughs> You're bro. not that I'm upset. Not, the answer is what got me I here, bro. Because they yeah. were like, they were also like, oh, we do have like diversity in games. They're just not in big roles in the game. And I'm like, what does that mean, bro? Please do not tell me that means that these motherfuckers are like slaves running around, like slaves or poor people or whatever. I'm like, please, I pray that that's not what's going on because then I real will be hella heated. But also, these motherfuckers that talk about historical accuracy when there's the craziest shit going on, like for the longest time, like oh, like blah blah. blah. We were talking about Game of Thrones. Um, uh, a a lot of people were saying Final Fantasy fantasy 16 trailers gave off game of thrones vibes i agree mm-hmm. i was like yeah this is totally game of thrones vibe guess what house of the dragon got a whole clan of black people in there this this season whole whole clan they're all black all black people for the most part there are a couple of white people you know who are married in the family it happens but okay like, yeah, yeah, yeah all black people culturally it's a whole big point bro it's a big point like you know one of the ladies is having babies with somebody from the black clan basically and they're like these babies are not black these are not your baby these are you know something's going on here that's a whole plot line oh my god so i'm like it is not that serious bro the historical accuracy of a fantasy game it's called final fantasy it's not an excuse bro (laughs) and like seriously like people like oh like it's woke it's woke it's just a woke ass question blah blah blah. bro it is not woke (laughs) to have people of color in the game bro if we put out if the next you know i don't know 10 out of 12 triple a games had all black cast people would be losing their fucking minds bro like if next year it was like all black people and the biggest single player RPG triple A games or single, you know, first person story, whatever people lose their fucking minds. So it's not that hard as just sprinkle some main characters in, just sprinkle yeah. some main characters in and people act like it doesn't matter. It's just a little uh, graphical skin color in the game. It does help with, you know, being a person of color being a minority and saying hey like oh this person is a minority who i can see myself in and they are having some impact on the story like this person of color or these people's culture in 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 this world are like having some impact on the story and it's not just all you know white heroics or whatever is going on there so um it's not woke bro it's not, it's, not it's not woke hey. to ask for black people and not even just black people it could be literally any anybody any, any other additional race you know what i'm saying so it's just heated it, just heated it, it doesn't right. have to change anything it's just like you know and all it, it wouldn't be a problem if they just you know just sprint literally like you said if they just sprinkle some people in yeah. no one will be sitting there like you know bad and i no one will be like yeah. whoa we need to put like you know black people in this game you're make they're making it into a problem by yeah. kind of like you know we asked this you know obviously it was a little bit of a loaded question but you know yeah it's kind of a basic question like well, <laughs> it's a basic where, question where is anybody like where where where's everybody at the crazy thing about it is like I said it's the answer that got me heated more than anything else because like right. they start the answer off by saying you know we kind of expected this question and then they go into this answer I'm like y'all expected this question to come up and y'all went into y'all this still- answer. That's like, insane. It's not, this is not, this is not the great answer. So, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, trust me, we'll forget about this. Hopefully, uh, next year when the game com- comes out, but I promise you if there is, uh, people of color who are impoverished in this game or who are butlers or, or slaves or something, <laughs> I will be on this podcast. That's, yeah, I will, I will never let Final Fantasy 16 give, live that down. So that's fucked up. We'll see. Wow. We'll see. We will see. 
We'll see. Moving on. All right. Moving on. Got a lot of games to talk about. Three big games to talk about uh, in particular. I want to start with Plague Tale. We've been talking about it okay. every episode for the past several episodes. But big news, you finally completed it. Yes. I decided to put it on the back burner to try and burn through some shorter games. Uh, but you finally have Plague Tale. Uh, I want to get your overall thoughts having played it start to complete. Um, should I? Obviously, I'm going to finish it. Or are you excited for me to finish it? Should I be excited to finish it? Um, what can I expect from gameplay, controls, story, all that stuff? Okay, I think I'll start kind of like with more of the the technical aspect of it. I think Plague Tale, you know, Requiem continues that you know high quality double A game. You know, it, it Plague Tale Innocence. You know, had its you know very, it was it was a good looking game. It controlled well. Yada yada yada. This game takes that, you know, kind of extrapolates that by giving you new mechanics to play with, new um, certain abilities that you can work with. And I think it does a great job. I think overall, um, it feels like a nice game to play. There's never really like any time where you're just feeling like, you know, it's a chore to play. I mean, sometimes, you know, when you're stealthing about, it may feel, you know, a little bit much if you're not too into stealth. But, you know, overall, if you don't mind stealth overall, it, it's perfect, perfectly fine um oh and i guess like i believe there were issues in the beginning with uh performance um Mm -hmm. i heard about that i did notice that there wasn't any like in-game performance but sometimes there were a couple of load screens where i'm like whoa on my series x really that's how we're doing it i haven't seen a load screen in a minute in about (laughs) a a year or two so what are we doing here so i was a little uh raised my eyebrow on that one now, with the, the big thing with this game, which I think is, you know, the big thing from the last game as well, is the story. You know, that mm-hmm. is what is really uh, where a lot of the meat and potatoes are because, you know, it the gameplay itself is really simplistic. It's kind of like a puzzle stealth game, um, action puzzle stealth game, whatever, you know, all those words put in together. And then the story itself, um, you know, revolves around this uh, cast of, you know, brother and sister just trying to make their way through... Uh, uh, medieval europe trying to find a cure for the sickness of the the younger brother um there were a lot of events i will say mm-hmm. that just occurred okay. in this game where I, I was uh definitely raising my eyebrows i was like <laughs> whoa where like there oh, okay i think how the best way to describe it is there were a lot of events where i'm like okay that occurred but why did that have to happen that way? Like, what are we doing? Like, why are we doing this in this way? Because it just seemed like it was just kind of like, it just didn't really seem like there was like a lot of sense to some of the actions of the characters. And so I'm like, all right, okay, that's fine or whatever. There was one scene where I did tell you, I did stand up. I probably, you know, there was some, some characters were popping off and I had to, you know, I was behind them with their actions. I was like, yeah, oh, let's okay. get into it. Let's get into it. And that pretty okay. much happened maybe like one or two times in the game. We then continue with the game. This is like, I think, around like chapter 13 or so. So we're basically near the end of the game by, by at this point. So up until that point, things were kind of happening. And I'm just kind of like, you know, eh, I don't know how I'm feeling. Then chapter 13 mm-hmm. hits. And that's when kind of like everything is really like, you know, that's kind of like the go time, kind of like the climax, um, in my okay. opinion. Then we get to the ending. And I just don't really know if it stuck the way i wanted it to stick but it it may not be it may be more so like you know my personal preference you know there's a certain way that i would want it you know things have played out and it didn't go that way so it's like you know i i I, I can't be you you get what i'm saying i can't be too happy about the way it ended but overall i think the ending was fine i think it's basic the basic way to say it so overall right now i think this is definitely an eight out of ten game you know, uh, I think that if story beats were different, this could have been, you know, closer to a nine, like, you know, a high eight closer to a nine, but was the game too, did it feel too long or did not feel too long? I thought it was going to feel too long. Um, because you know, the, the earlier chapters were a little bit slower. Um, it felt like I was in a chapter for so long, but then once you hit that, you know, that climax chapter 13, Chapters 13, 14, 15, 16 um, all basically go pretty quickly. Or I guess 14, 15, 16 all go pretty quickly about this length of like a regular chapter. And then chapter 17 is like the epilogue. 
So you're you're just kind of you're fine with that one. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was going to be too long, but it did end up being like a, a decent length, I'd say a little bit longer than okay. the original. Okay. Okay. Sounds yeah. good. Sounds good. I'm excited uh, to see, you know, how you feel about the rest of the game, but you know, we're a couple yeah. months out from that though. We'll, yeah, see, we'll talk about that. We're a little time out. We're a little, a little time out. later. <laughs> we'll see how long I can speed run God of War, get through it, get all the content. Um, okay. But I'm expecting to hit it, you know, end of november early december maybe get okay. back to it hopefully so we'll see we'll see about that um i guess we can just keep on moving um and talk about signalis a game we both beat uh this past week um this is a game people on twitter you know when it as soon as before it came out there were people who had reviewed it mm-hmm. who were basically saying guys this game is it you guys need to pay attention this is a, a game of the year candidate like this game is that good so obviously i was very excited to get my hands on it as were you uh we both played through it and now it's time to share our thoughts do you want me to go first or 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 do you want to start here i'll let you go first okay uh so i'll say this signalis i think signalis is a really good game like from and i haven't played many survival horror um but from like Resident Evil, from what I've played, from what I know about survival horror, I think this game did a lot of stuff right. And especially for, to be a game made by two people, um, from what I understand, like I think this game has the loop down pretty fantastically. I feel like the puzzles um, were really um, interesting and well thought out. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, it's there's a lot. It's kind of a creepy game with a lot going on in it. I think, you know, from all ways you look at it, it's a really great game. Uh, that being said, uh, I didn't enjoy it that much. Interesting. Uh, I enjoyed it. I 100% enjoyed it. But this is the game that made me realize, yeah, I don't know if I want to play any more survival horror. Like, um, it's just not a genre for me. Um and I had a similar feeling with uh, Resident Evil 2 when that came out. People were like, mm-hmm. this is amazing. Best Resident Evil remake. This game is fantastic. And I played through it. And I had a lot of fun. But the feeling I get of just constant stress of like not being like in full control of mm-hmm. my playthrough just does not sit well with me. Like I do not like to not use the stuff that I pick up in fear of like needing it later. I do not like the ability to or i do not like having the tools to properly get around enemies or dispose of enemies without having to face some repercussions so um as a result of that like i just kind of wanted to get through this game uh especially because like the scenery and stuff is also not that um, (laughs) pleasant to look at a lot of time um so like by the time i reached the end i was like this game is just stressing me out like I'm looking up the solutions to the puzzles. I'm just trying to get out of here so I can, you know, get on to some other games. Um, but that being said, like it's a, I do think it's like just a really good game objectively. Um, I probably actually won't even do a review for this, you know, stay tuned. I, I don't know if I'll do a written review just because I feel like I'm not even in a perspective to um, really sing its praises. Like I said, because I didn't, I wasn't like over the moon for it, but I do mm-hmm. recognize it's a good game. And I don't know if I'll be able to articulate that the best. What about you? I like what you're saying. Um, I think I'm kind of in the same, you know, boat in terms of like, you know, the the amount that we like the game. But it, I think the, the drawbacks in my mind are different than yours. Um, overall, mm-hmm. like you said, great game. Um a solid homage to the, you know, the OG um, survival horror games from like the PS1 era, you know, kind of, you know, mimics those PS1 graphics. You know, we have uh, the same puzzle structure um, as like the re- early Resident Evil games. Um, I guess even the the remakes, obviously, and then the, some of the newer games and like the Silent Hill games. Um, so if you were a fan of those games, you know, when you were younger, this is your, this is your perfect game. This is your perfect game to kind of continue with that. Um, gameplay wise, I thought it felt pretty smooth. I thought it felt, uh, pretty solid. I didn't have like, you know, any issues, you know, on the technical side and kind of, um, just like straying away from your 
belief here. Uh, I, I enjoy kind of some of the survival horror elements. I enjoy kind of, you know, feeling like I got to conserve some ammo for future use and um, not really knowing what's going to be around the next corner and how I'm going to have to tackle that. Um, so I did appreciate um, how they set up the game. I think some of my uh, drawbacks, like I said, I had um, had to do with the length of the game, um, which I think um, each basically each section in the game has like a puzzle that you pretty much need to solve in order to move to the next one. And that it, the puzzle is obviously very involved. So you have to go through and, you know, find the different pieces to solve that puzzle. I think that there was one too many puzzles basically. And that caused the game to feel just a little bit too long. I was kind of ready for it to be over by the time I got to the actual ending. And, um, uh, I think that kind of, you know, takes away from me, uh, takes away from the game, unfortunately, in my mind, the other drawback I think would have to be the story. Um, you know, I think it, w- it is one of those games where it tries to be like super, what's the right word for it? I don't think obtuse is the right word. Abstract. They try to abstract in the way that it tells the story um, to kind of give you the opportunity to, you know, piece things together yourself, which I appreciate, but you kind of have to, you know, give it, give us the pieces, you know, it feels it mm-hmm. like they were giving us like, you know, imagine you just, you're just handed a bunch of artwork and it's like, all right, this is the story. And you're like, okay, well, I don't really understand any of this artwork. So I don't really understand the story. So I, I don't fully get, I didn't get the full picture. I got a, a solid grasp of some of it, but I didn't get the full entire picture of the world. Um, so I, I guess like that would have to deal with, I guess maybe like world building, I feel like did not live up to where I wanted it to be. So that was mm-hmm. a little bit of an L. Um, it kind of felt like um, story comparison, I guess like not the actual story comparison, but like the, maybe some of like the theming and like the, vibes i'm getting uh, i saw somebody compare this to uh evangelion um mm. where it's kind of like you know very like abstract artsy um dealing with like a, a little biblical in some senses as well so uh yeah i i i thought it was a fun game i mm-hmm. just wish it was a tad bit shorter that's all i have to say so kind of to comment on your two gripes with the game mm-hmm. um as far as the story is concerned I liked what they were building to, to the story, but I wish they had more of a concrete, Hey, here's the main part of the story. And then here is the abstract part that's on the top of that. So, you Mm -hmm. know, for both the people who want just a clear and cut story and, you know, some of the people that want to think a little further, very like much like, um, inception did, right? Like you, you can follow along, you can have fun through the movie. And then there are these aspects by the time you end the movie that you're like, Oh, okay. These, there are no answers here. We can debate. And as long as we want about what's actually going on in this world. Um, I wish they would have leaned more into the actual, like here, we're breaking it down for you. Like this is actually what's going on. Uh, it was a little too obtuse the whole way through. So I'm kind of with you on that and too long. Uh, I agree with you, um, but I think it's also very interesting, right? When we say a game is too long, mm-hmm. I think, and that's something that everybody says, oh, this game was too long. That's kind of one of the drawbacks. And I even just asked you for Plague Tale. Was it too long? Um, I think, you know, the wording on that is very interesting because I think whenever we say a game is too long, um, what we're really asking is how 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 well was the game paced? How well was the game um designed in a way because there are games mm-hmm. like yakuza like a dragon that are a hundred hours and i mean i'm sure people will say that game is too long <laughs> but a lot of times like i had a good time the whole way through and if i said it was too long it probably would have been like a handful of hours too long not 50 hours too long right whereas this experience was seven eight hours and we're saying hey yeah this is a little too long i wish it was shorter um i think this game uh could have just switched things up a little more and could mm-hmm. have, you know, if they did lean into the story a little bit more, they, they kind of like seem like they're enjoying the idea of like faking you out with like, Oh, like, is the game going to end here? No. Or like, Oh, we're almost getting close to the ending, but actually there's a little bit more. Um, and there's a couple different moments in the game. And I think maybe I feel like just in storytelling in general, like this can happen in movies as well, but I think, it's even worse in video games is like, I don't think it really services the player as cool as it is to have like a fake out moment or like, you know, kind of like a plot twist and we're still going. I feel like it just doesn't work to get the player 
emotionally ready to finish a story and then have them complete tasks that they were already doing, you know, leading up to that moment. Right. Cause it's mm-hmm. kind of like you're mentally preparing yourself. Okay. Let's, we're going to see the conclusion. I did it. We made it through. And it's like, Oh, actually you have more gameplay of like the stuff you were already doing to get through. <laughs> I think, you know, to be honest, I don't think it's a length issue. I do think it's a gameplay issue where if, you know, for the last, instead of having a, a giant, you know, basically one last puzzle room or scenario, uh, for the last level of the game, essentially, if they did have you completely switch up the gameplay mechanics or have you completely doing something different or like completely different way of going about puzzle solutions, um, I think we probably would be saying things mm, different and saying, yeah. you know, actually, you know, this game, we might even be pushing it up to a nine or or whatever, like being a little more high on it by saying, you know. I really liked it. They had great puzzle mechanics and the ending is crazy. I never expected it. And, you know, it really switches things up. I think um, that's kind of the thing. Like even The Last of Us, a game that I think we both love, does the same thing where they take you through this whole emotional journey. Like, like it's a big, heavy thing. You're going, you're slogging through all these levels and you build it up and it's like, oh, well, this is the ending. Well, not really. Now you have to do the same <laughs> mechanics you were doing for hours yeah. at this point, just a little longer to basically find a payoff. And I feel like, I don't know if I can ever think of a game where people are like, let's go. Like more of the stuff I was doing when I <laughs> yeah. thought I was done, let's go. Like, I don't know if there's any game like that that I can think of. So I just think developers should just stop doing that. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's kind of kind of my thoughts on it. If you had to give a number, or where are you sitting at? Uh, I'd give it an eight. Um, eight. I think to give it a nine, I would have had to have some higher level of just personal enjoyment. I think if somebody gotcha. gave it a nine, I would not be shocked. I like, I'd say, okay, that's. I can see how that you can validate that, but just personally for me, I, I wouldn't. It's just an eight because I didn't have that much. Uh, like at the end of it, I wasn't like super, super high on it. Gotcha. Yeah. Same number here for me. That being said, let's talk to talk about one last game here. Uh, I haven't completed it. I don't know if you've completed it either. Uh, we're talking about you completed it. Tinykin. Oh, yes. You, oh, yeah. You did tell me you completed yeah. it. Yeah. Tinykin. We're talking about Tinykin. Um, I want to start off with your opinions on the game. Break me, break it down. The third game of the pod. We, we got a lot of fucking games. We're talking we about got a lot of game. Third game of the podcast. Tiny Ken. What are your thoughts? Um, Tiny Ken, another little indie game, um, that is reminiscent of the Pikmin, Pikmin series. Um, growing up, I never played Pikmin. I didn't have the opportunity to, uh, uh, play that one. I think it was on GameCube originally and I did not have a GameCube. So I did not play Pikmin. I didn't play any of the, of the other iterations. So this is kind of like my, uh intro into that you know style of gameplay and i gotta say i think they uh they did a pretty good job from somebody who hasn't played games like that before what it felt like was imagine like a collectathon similar to you know your mario your uh banjo kazooie where you have you know just so many things around the map that you need to collect or you know little tasks that you need to complete um but you know you combine that with this uh these little tiny creatures called tiny kin that have certain abilities behind them um, to help you like traverse the, around the map to help you uh, get through different areas of the map, basically. Um, and I really think that they did a good job. I don't think it, it wasn't a very heavy game. That was one thing that I was, uh, you know, a little nervous about going in, uh, going into it before I found out about the length of it. It's like, seven seven hours eight hours pretty much to to Mm -hmm. wrap up the whole game um and while and this is i didn't do a 100 percent completionist type thing where i get every single little collectible but i got Mm -hmm. like a pretty large chunk of the the items i would say um Mm -hmm. and i think that also has to do with the fact that it was just a fun game to play you know it was so fun to play that made me want to continue to like kind of collect certain items in the game and i think that's you know kind of what you have to do in these collect-a-thon type games because if not then you just run the risk of just having people just run through your game uh just from check uh from point a to point b just to get through it Mm -hmm. as fast as possible um yeah I i don't even know if i have too many i'm trying to think of any gripes i have with the game 
Not really. I don't know if I had any, bro. I'm, like, I know this yeah. is crazy to say, but I don't even know if I had any gripes with the game because it was just like such a like a pleasant experience. There wasn't anything that I that rubbed me the wrong way. I think maybe mm-hmm. the if I'm you know just grasping at straws here, maybe some of the like kind of map areas were a little bit less fun than the other ones. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it was all um, every area was kind of unique and interesting. Um, yeah, I had a great time playing it. What about you? Yeah. So, Tinykin, I'm in the process of playing it. I think I'm pretty close to the end. Let me tell you, man. Tinykin, this game is fucking fantastic. This game is. I am so surprised at how much I'm enjoying this game. And it is easily in the conversation for me uh, for top indies of the year. Okay. Um, It's definitely in my top 10 games of the year without without question and maybe even the top five i still got a lot of games to play so i know like right now it would for sure be in the top five but you know i obviously got a handful of games to get in before the end of the year um so i think it'll stay in the top 10 maybe not the top five but um yeah this game is just so fun um and i'm just blown away by the level of quality that this team i think the name is splash team uh that they put together building this game it feels like a game from Nintendo. It feels that mm-hmm. polished. Um, the art style is super friendly, super welcoming, super unique. Um, not anything like you, you've seen before in these family-friendly games. Um, the controls and just the general mechanics are practically frictionless. Like There is no mechanic in this game that is there to annoy you. It's there to make your life harder for no reason just to make the game more challenging like the, the all the mechanics are super fun and super addicting to continue to do like immediately when you start the game they give you this little soap surfboard uh thing and you're just surfing all over the place uh you know to to speed up your traversal you're grinding on stuff and the whole time there's these amazing little bubble animations coming out of your soap bar like the level of detail in this game honestly impressed me so much. And like playing after, you know, going through a year of games where a lot of the games I'm playing are dark and dreary. Like we just talked about Signalis, <laughs> which is super doom and gloom and, you know, horror esque even Elden Ring, like taking this game and playing a game that is bright, that is just colorful and playful and fun. Um, completely switched up my mood, made me feel great every time I, I played it. And I felt like I could not put the game down. Um, every level, like you said, was super creative uh, with whatever theme they were doing. Like um, the uh, world design or level design, absolutely incredible where every object that you walk by, whether you can interact with it or not, uh, is perfectly on theme with wherever you are in the level. Like um, basically you are this little tiny little guy in uh, a normal sized room, but everything is huge around you, obviously. And so like, you'll be walking by a sink and the sink is huge. You have to, you know, traverse past the sink, but in the sink, there'll be little sponges that you can platform on or little like uh, soap dispensers that are just floating mm-hmm. in the water that you can platform on. Just crazy, insane, like super, you know, fine detailed things like that, that you find all throughout the game so far. Um, collecting things feels super fun. Like uh, it's not too easy where it's like, if you want to get everything, everything um, you're going to have to look a little bit, but uh, a lot of, a couple places I've, I've been able to find everything. Um, in most places I find like pretty much everything with, with the exception to just a couple of uh, different items. And it's, it's a, it's a blast, like looking and searching around these levels for these different collectibles. I think the one thing um, if I had to pick anything to like, you know, kind of kind of critique, it'd be the overall story. I don't give a damn what mm. the story is. I don't really <laughs> care to talk about these people or talk to these characters. But even the characters have That's pretty fun dialogue for like a, a family friendly game. I think the dialogue that you encounter in the game is pretty fun. Um, but yeah, it's just a story is just not. I mean, it's just like kitty shit, bro. They're, we're arguing about pairs of scissors and stuff. It's like, I just, just let me find, let me, let me clear this place out, bro. Don't <laughs> worry. I'll figure out your deals. I'll collect whatever you guys need me to collect. Just let me, just let me get the lay of the land. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll solve your problems as I'm collecting. You know what I'm saying? So, um, 
that's really my only complaint with the game. Like, I think the gameplay loop is very, very satisfying. Like every area you're collecting like little gold nuggets or you're collecting uh, special antiques or you're using your different little characters and like every single level so far that I've done, I'm unlocking a new little Pikmin type character that has a really fun or unique ability that, you know, adds some interesting puzzle mechanics to the world. Um, And it's Honestly, for this to be an indie game, I mean, I don't know if it's like a double A game or let me see how many people are actually on Splash Team because this game, when we talk about polish and we talk about just pure enjoyment, it's um, it's, it's on another level. Like this game is looks like is fantastic. Eleven so, Splash, people? eleven people. So I mean, and it's just like. Yeah, we got a couple, a lot of artists and a lot of level designers, which makes a lot of sense because that part is fantastic. Yeah, it's definitely um, evident. Yeah, it seems like they got one programmer. That's which crazy. And a lot of artists. So it seems like yeah. whatever this balance is, they got is insane. I mean, I think this is probably one of my favorite games of the year. Uh, and this, I think for sure, this should have a shot at like best family game of the year. Absolutely. Even though, you know, Kirby, I haven't forgotten about Kirby and the forgotten land. That game is obviously still fire. It's, it's, you know, a damn near perfect Kirby game, but I mean, I hope these people win at least a couple awards because this one is super fire, especially for, like we said, like a, it's a kid family friendly kid game. It's not too serious. Not a lot going on. It's pretty just straightforward collect on, um, but it's fantastic. I would recommend it to anybody. It's on game pass. Yeah, I will disagree with you a little bit. What you said about how like, the dare characters. you? How dare you for saying the characters don't matter or the story don't matter, bro? <laughs> There's so you you're missing out with the characters. Every character in the game, just near, just about every character is a reference to some like piece of pop culture or like you oh, know really? some type of like pun or something. I found people. Okay. I found uh goddamn Krusty Krab. We had SpongeBob, uh, Mr. Krabs, Plankton, and shit like that. We had no a reference to way. Cars, had a reference to the Terminator. Like, Dude, I am like, asleep. You're sleeping, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm sleeping. You. you gotta shit, just like wow. talk to people, and then like what the the way it is, you go and you talk to somebody. Then I just look at their name, and I sit there, and I'm like, wait a second, is that? They're oh, referencing wow. this. They're referencing that. They're referencing Star Wars. Literally everything, bro. What? You got every reference okay. in the world. So you, you might want to okay. go go back, slow it down. Just so you don't have to go back, but slow it down a little bit. Talk to a couple people. Ratatouille. I forgot Ratatouille was a oh, uh, reference as well. Lots of, good oh, shit. Lots of good shit. These motherfuckers about to get sued is what I'm hearing. They might. Reference they might. a little too many people. But I mean, yeah, this game is... Honestly, I feel like... It's just not a, it just doesn't feel like a game of the year. Like it's just doing things so effortlessly mm-hmm. and it's just, it's not changing the game, but like, it's just, it's max fun. Like it's for me yeah. in terms of just like, Hey, let me just go and play a fucking video game. This is basically max fun. Like I'm having so much fun playing this. Um, and obviously I don't think it can compete with Elden Ring or, um, or anything like that, but shit, I don't know. Might might knock off Tunic for my favorite indie game of the year. I don't, I don't know. I'm You're lying. I'm kind of talking a little crazy. Talking a little crazy oh. but, but this game, I feel like, has less flaws than Tunic has. Mm, Although okay. I think what Tunic does is, I mean, legendary. I, it's not going to knock off Tunic, but this game, I, I, I think, does. This game does have less flaws than Tunic. Like where Tunic have mm-hmm. like you know some challenges with the combat and, and certain other little aspects. I feel like this game really has no flaws. The only thing is they maybe they could have done more somehow. Um, I don't know. Maybe they could have had some fucking boss fights in here. <laughs> I don't know. But um, <laughs> but this game is fantastic. Yeah. Nice, nice. All right, I think. Honestly, let's just go ahead and end this bitch because we got stuff to do. We, we got are, stuff to do. We, we can't be lollygagging. To do. You already know. We can't be lollygagging around here. So let's go ahead and get ready to end this. Um, 
guys, go play Tinykin. If you're a fan of survival horror, go ahead and play Signalis. Go play P- Plague Tale. And let's go ahead and put some uh, people of color in that goddamn Final Fantasy 16. Or since yeah. that game is already made, since we already got rules for that fucking game, Ooh. let's put them in Final Fantasy 17. All right, whatever. Let's put them in the next okay, one. Okay, okay, okay. Let's figure it out. Let's figure, or in the DLC. Now, if it's in the DLC, nah. it'll seem like too extra. Yeah. Um, let's just bake it into Final Fantasy 17. Come on. There we on. go. All right. So uh, next week, obviously, we're going to be talking about God of War. I think we'll save the spo- <coughs> save the spoiler cast for like two weeks from now, so we have time to like really get the game, finish the game, digest it. I don't know how long it's going to take us to finish, but uh, I-, I doubt we'll be ready by next Tuesday. Yeah. So. No. Um. Yeah, just stay tuned. We're going to have initial impressions of God of War, maybe a couple other games as well. So uh, thank you guys for enjoying this episode of Player Player. Um, go ahead and please subscribe to us on your podcasting platform of choice. Race five stars on iTunes and Spotify. Tell your friends about us. Like I said, all the information for the show is in the description of this episode. Uh, the donate link, the link to our Discord, playerplayerpod.com slash Discord, um, all our social media handles. But if you need a reminder, let's go ahead and give a big shout out to Aaron Miller, for the intro music, you can follow him at the, yeah. at the Miller Child on Instagram. You can find me on social media as the Hoopman, where the E is a three. And you can find my co-host Arsene here as Pax Arsenica on Twitter and Twitch, or Arsene Lakpa on Instagram. And until next time, guys, keep gaming. Game on, folks. <laughs>